salty dog is just under Swallowed in Black. <laughs> Have you seen Swallowed in Black 7? Oh, that that one's the best. <laughs> salty dog 2 through 4, it's, it's pretty good, but... This is Nigel Nigerson, and you're listening to Metal Nerdery. Please follow them on the social media. Uh, they are now on Twitter at Metal Nerdery. You can find them on Facebook and Instagram at Metal Nerdery Podcast. And search for them out in the Googles at metalnerdery.com slash podcast. This is Obvious Osborne. That guy's British. Isn't it obvious? Hold on, we got a, we got a correct course, so... Are we officially rolling or? Welcome back. Not even. Bitches. Okay. <laughs> All that other shit's going to be Patreon stuff. It's like, oh, what'd they say? No, it was completely tangentially not really related. Yeah. Uh, Bill went back and he found that we missed an album and it should have been in the first segment from an A band. Oh. The Accused. the Accused, one of my favorite bands. I was mine too. Yes, I uh, feel like you know what. Just since y'all mentioned that, because we just started. By the way, welcome back to Metal Nerdery. It is Bill and it is Matthew, and also our special guest nerd, Russ R W, joining us. What's up? We're trying to finish out our listicle of all the 1990 releases in the metal world. So it's 30 years of metal. And one we decided to insert that I don't know if it was on the list officially, but we're going back, back shadowing to the accused grinning like an undertaker. And Billiam, will you play a song from that album, lad? I, they were always a good. I don't think that's how it fucking goes. But look, hello, everybody. This is Archie. Look, I told him to fucking hit the fucking triangle. He won't do it. Quit fucking around with his fucking noises. Say like your daughter's tea party game or something. I don't know what that is. The accused. Get your song. Blaine Fart on the loop. That sounds cool. It wasn't Blaine Fart. It was something. Got to see them one time. It's a uh, place in Atlanta called The Pit. Yeah. It was, a, it was an old house. But they didn't even have a bar. They had a van that pulled out front. And if you had five bucks, you got a red solo cup. And you got to drink until the keg was gone. They didn't card anybody. <laughs> they didn't card anybody. Holy shit, I like this. Yeah, I think Argon Forest may have opened for him that night. It was somebody oh, yeah. like that. It was a cool. local. Yeah. But it was really, it was a ranch house. I like this a lot. Oh, yeah. It's so good. They got better and better every yeah. album. More technical. Yep, yep. I feel like I'm back in high school, man. It's right. Automatically. And honestly, the accused were one of the first bands that inserted that groove metal. It, you know, they're considered splatter rock, but when they slow down for the verses, yeah. they kind of go to that. It's fucking technical, though. Yeah. Heavy technical. Yeah. Wow, their first demo came out in 81. Into the, into the, into 
He owns Burger Joints up in Seattle now. Oh shit! Yeah, he's got like a whole chain of burgers, kind of like Grindhouse Burger yeah. type thing. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah. Want a burger? You want to be metal? Yeah, he's on. He's on the bus. You can find him on the bus. Cool. I think he's in a band now, and has been on and off in a band called Toe Tag. Toe Tag. That were very similar. Yeah. Him and I the guitar player from the Q's like butted heads all the time and split. Tag, you're it. <laughs> what? Toe Tag. Like you know, your body on a. Oh, journey. like an autopsy, like yeah. a dead body. Okay. Very unique voice. You know who it is oh, yeah. immediately. It's very, it's very, very unique. Anyway. How did we miss that before? Was that just it wasn't a, on our... It, yeah, it wasn't on this list that was, we... So you might say that, that was a tangential insertion. Well, Bill did a little bit of due diligence and found that we missed a very important... Yeah, I thought to myself, I know the accused had one in 1990, damn it. They came out with one almost every year. Yeah. They were busy for a while. Oh, MS or Martha. What's that? <laughs> Munching. <laughs> but most of all, M is for Martha. M. M M M M M M M M M M M M M M Martha. Sorry, I hadn't heard that in a long time. Yeah. God, I'm gonna go back and Drive Mary Grace crazy with the accused for the next couple of weeks. She she can't stand him. She don't hate him. She just hates that I play so much of it when I do. In that case, you should enjoy every minute of it. Now I got some homework to do. All right, so now we're back up to the. Now we're back to the official listicle. So now we're in the second half of the alphabet. The O's, which I think we're going to blow through. uh, Not blow through. What am I saying? Cross. We'll power through power. Maybe that was better. I don't know. But yeah, we're gonna we're gonna see if we can knock knock these out. There's some there's some good ones here. We might get deep. Obituary. Important death metal band, right? They're, oh, yeah. they're like a big deal. I know they are. Oh, yeah. I never really listened to them a lot outside of maybe the wreckage stuff, but I've yeah. heard some of their I mean, they're they've always been impressive. Yes. I can't even pronounce the next one. Opprobrium on the unknown. But then, but then you've got a life-changing album. We're yes. taking over this motherfucking towel. I remember sitting Cowboys from Hell in my truck. Decimation was playing at the Ozone. This yeah. is 1990. We're all out in the back of my truck, most likely drinking beer. Me, yep. you, Eddie, uh, yep. Tommy, Tim, Tim. And, uh, and our little friends and, and uh, cohorts. And uh, anyway, Not I people, just got this friends. album. Because Tim Hurd was trying to get Pantera, man. He was going to get Pantera to play at the, at the Ozone. <laughs> and anxiety's going to note for him. Uh, anyway. It, and I never heard of this band, Pantera. Right. So, like, I went out, and right before we played the show I'm talking about, I bought the CD. We're all sitting in the back of my truck. And I cranked this thing up. And it was first time any of us, I think. It was, like, the first time we heard yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And it was just like. Oh, the fucking game just changed. Yeah. <laughs> it, oh, yeah. The just cha- yeah, it just changed. It was complete. It was still thrash in a way, but it was completely different than anything we heard. Yep. Like Phil said, they made the money riff the main riff. You know, he's like, every time you listen to Sepulcher or somebody like that, they always had the money riff in the middle. Never they thought the, about it that way. Yeah, they, they made the money riff the main riff of the song. And I was just like, that was, 
It's just genius. So okay, wait. So the muddy riff is what, like the chorus 100%. riff, or like the da 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 that that riff, man. When I first heard that, I was just like, I I just I couldn't close my mouth. I was like, holy fuck! And I was like, that's the first track. Yeah. And this guy track one. And this guy who's all of a sudden one of the best guitar players I've ever heard. I can't believe I've never heard of the guy. Yeah. You know, it's like, how did he, they just come out of fucking nowhere? Now, I mean, now yeah. here's a realization about Pantera with regard to that. And yeah. I think this is important to note because y'all remember how bonerific everybody got about Nirvana whenever they came out with yeah. smells like teen spirit. Right. And I never fucking got it. I didn't see it. I just, yeah. I was like, I, I don't, I don't get it to me. When I heard Cowboys from hell, that was kind of the Nirvana moment for me to me it was like i could give a fuck about nirvana but cowboys from hell is that yeah. level of hype to me right oh y'all kind of get too. that with that album no to me yeah, it, it was, was like holy level. shit we yeah. just got the brand new van halen i mean it was like but it was me, that it level was, it was yeah, that yeah. level of excitement to me for pantera that people have for nirvana i was right. never i didn't give a fuck about nirvana but i love pantera and i had that level of enthusiasm no they changed the genre in in they a bit, really in did. a way, they yeah, really I mean, they did. really changed the whole oh, yeah. genre, yeah. and, and uh, not a bad track on the album. Every song on the album was fantastic. Oh, yeah. The production yeah. quality was fantastic. Ridiculous, the, yeah. The vocals, Phil at that time was still hitting those ridiculous high notes. Yeah. And, oh uh, yeah, um, I was just, I could listen to that album. Every that's one of those, you know, if you can only take five albums to a, a deserted. Yeah, you know, island or right. whatever. That that would be one of them, I think. <laughs> See also prior Mel Nerder episodes. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think we actually did a dive on, on Cowboys from yeah. Hell and the Desert Island one. So No, yeah. a lot of people would take Far Beyond or, or yeah. Southern Trinity. That and one's I get magic, it, though. There's something about yeah, that one that's just magic. Well, it was at the time where people still liked the high pitch screaming type vocals, yeah. you know, and, and the guitar solos that lasted forever and <laughs> <laughs> It was a good old day. Oh my god, that solo's like eight minutes long, and the song's like eight and a half minutes. And I still haven't finished. About <laughs> some, about uh, some, some, uh, some of this. Oh, there we go. Primal concrete. Yes. That guitar sound. You never heard that before. No. Never. Until this album came yeah. out, you never heard that sound. Great documentary to watch. The Rigor Mortis documentary. Rigor Mortis? Them and Pantera from the same town. Oh, they were like, really? They were like gangs against each other. Oh, for a while. They hated yeah. each other. And, Really? They were fighting over all the gigs, and yeah, that's yeah. it's, it's it's interesting. Oh watch. yeah, the gig fighters. Well, if you either like Pantera or you like Rudy Walsh, you yeah. couldn't like both. You yeah, know? yeah. <laughs> that doesn't seem fair. That sounds like that whole Beatles Stones argument. Oh, they became friends after a while, but oh, like yeah. in the early days, it was like you know. It, well, Pantera was wearing fucking spandex that's in the true. early days. Yeah, yeah. that was the power metal. Phil is the one that mended. And made them all friends. Uh, when he came in, they became, they became more God metal. Damn yeah. right! Yeah. Oh, God such damn. good shit. That riff. 
I always think about that fucking Moscow performance, man. Holy oh, shit, yeah, million yeah. people. Oh my god, that just Can you imagine? every time I watch it, I'm just like my blood just bubbles. Man, I can't even imagine like this part in front of a million people. They're part of the fall of the Soviet Union. Pantera had a lot to do with it. That's amazing. Because you can see the police. So they were out there like rocking out. Yeah, yeah. get into it. Yeah. What do y'all think about Paradise Lost? I know I've heard the name. I think they're kind of doom metal-ish. I've heard good things, but I've never really listened to them. I've never heard them. The Poison, The Flesh and Blood. That was Richie Kotzen, actually. What was it? It was. It was, it was the first Poison album with Richie Kotzen, The Shredder. And I got it because of that, but it was not at all like that what was cc gone yeah i think there was some some fallout that yeah. happened so at that point they brought him in obviously i didn't pay much attention yeah. the next one sounds like something that sounds interesting uh praying manis and paul diano dennis stratton live at last it paul diano is one of those shredder types right well, paul diano is from a uh, singer from early made made oh yeah. gotcha dennis, uh, dennis stratton's God, a maiden guy right that name sounds familiar. He was, yep. Yeah, he was. I remember Adam's massive Iron Maiden uh, yep. tutorial, Mel Nury podcast. And Paul Deanna was on Killers. Is that right? Yeah, yep. Killers and, and the, the first one. one. Okay. First two. All right. So yeah. I wonder if that might be some some old school, like Maiden esque. Adam's cringing right like now. It's my lack of yeah. fucking Iron no, Maiden. No, not you. Knowledge. All of us. <laughs> <laughs> all of us. Come on, guys. We just talked about this a few episodes ago. <laughs> it's like when, he, when he gets back, he's going to be like, oh, fucking idiots. Don't let him in it's here again. He's going to be angry. Now, here's the funny thing. I know a lot more about the next man. The Primus. Yeah. Larry Lalonde from Possessed. Primus was always one of those strange, weird, beautiful animals. It was like a... Like a... Comic book. Like a platypus flamingo chihuahua. It was just like a mystical character that made no sense, but was beautiful in its own little weird way. You know, the guitar player was in Possessed. Yeah. Yeah. That's what's so fucking weird. Which made no sense in Primus, but he did. (laughs) <laughs> it made no sense but it did that's what's so bizarre but it's like it all works and the drummer holy shit what yeah. was the big song from frizzle fry john the fisherman i believe too many puppies too many puppies. i thought there was another tune too uh, off that one there's a lot of them yeah what are some of the tracks off that one because that's <laughs> oh, we got a list of songs groundhog's day too many puppies john the fisherman I remember. john the fisherman i love that i remember one. that one yeah I love the bass line in that song. Well, Harold on the Rocks. Yeah. Spaghetti Western. That's a good one. Yeah. Pudding I there, Time. I thought there was like another one for some reason. Let's I can't John remember. Fishman. You guys want to hear that one? Yeah, yeah. That's, that was the one they had the video for from MTV. One. I thought. Yeah. Les Claypool. Like a, oh, that a god. Idiots wow. and that. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it's just funny that Larry Milan was in the satanic possessed with all the pentagrams and goat heads and he went to this. <laughs> he went to this. Yeah. This is probably how fucked up hell is, actually. <laughs> Satan's probably just stupid forever. That's just. That's an ugly bass sound. 
remember say, before I ever heard Primus, I saw the shirts. Primus sucks. And I'm like, why does everybody hate those fans? <laughs> but they had something about They were so weird. It was like people didn't really know Cultish. what to do with them. Yeah. yeah. Cultish fans. And what's funny is that sounds way more mainstream even than the next album sounded for them. Yeah. It was like they were starting people off. They were easing them in. Right. Yeah, selling the seeds of cheese was yeah. nice, right? Yep. <laughs> yep. All right. Now, I do have a, I have a request. Because the next album, we're talking about Prong, Beg to Differ. I'm not as familiar with the whole album, but that that title track, that title track to me is what makes me always remember Prong, Beg to Differ. Because remember, that was kind of, 1990 was the year of Pantera, 1990 obviously was the year of Prong. Yeah. But there's something about the way that riff builds. It's just, it's kind of got that groove thing going on and it's just like, you could hear like kind of the beginning of the groove thing before it was a thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Kind of like we were talking about earlier, but something about that song, it just has that. What the fuck? Oh, you still had. No, that's the wrong one. Lad, you're looking at the wrong. No, it's not the wrong one. It's the crystal ball. saying it's the wrong thing. Don't say the wrong thing. Bugger. (laughs) Don't be a bugger. Unless you'd enjoy being a bugger. This is prong. Beg the Dipper. I saw them at the Masquerade one time. Saw them at yeah. Center Stage. So did I. I was yeah. probably at the same show. Probably. Yeah. Oh, they opened for Pantera. Right. Yeah. That's what it was. Tail to the prong. What do you want to hear? This one? No, the Beg to Dipper. The track, the title track. Well, they're all. Oh, up at the. Isn't it obvious? Probably not so obvious. Come on now. Maybe it's obvious. Tell me this riff just doesn't get it for you. Oh, yeah. Remember this? Oh, yeah. What's up? I press those. Yeah, drums are. That's like gated. Like that. Yeah, they're gated as shit. <laughs> <laughs> it just cuts off. <laughs> The riff it goes into after this is killed me every time I hear it. Uh, in the last couple of years. He was with Danzig, too. I think he's been Danzig's touring guitar player. I swear I saw Prong with Sepultura and Testament at uh, oh, wow. Center Stage about three years ago. I bet that oh, was wow. a killer I bet that show. was a good one. A buddy of ours got in a really bad accident and couldn't make the show, so his girlfriend gave the tickets to me, and me and Brad went. And nice. It was really, really Oh, bad. I bet, yeah. 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 
Anyway, yeah. thank you for playing that. It's just yeah. one of those riffs. It's like always. Well, as soon always, as I heard that, yeah. I was like, I saw you that live it? just recently. Yeah, or not too long ago. I just always thought that was just such a fucking killer riff. It's funny when you're our age. Just recently could be within the last two right. years. <laughs> last two fucking decades. That's what our age means. By <laughs> golly, Gee Willikers. Yeah, that was good. Psychotic loss. Not familiar. Uh, Pungent stench. Great name. Don't know the band. Gonna get a lot of shows of that song, are you? For God, your soul, for me, your flesh. Hey, this is Archie. That's what I'm going to name my autobiography. A pungent stench. I'm going to use your fucking album name. about that? For God, your... You know what? No, fuck it. For Nigel, your soul. For Archie, your flesh. Give me a call, love. Come on, I'm on the south side. Come on, I got points, baby. All right, dude, back off. Come on. Back to it. Archie gets out of hand sometimes. He gets a little wasted, and it's like you just gotta you gotta keep him keep him subdued. I just keep giving him pasta. <laughs> All right. Did you like the Queen's Rake? I was not a huge fan. No. I recognize the talent, right? Um, not your cup of tea, though. Yeah, I mean, Queen of the Rake. There were moments in their past that I was, I guess, I liked better than after the mind crime thing, you know. Um, but yeah, I mean, the guitar players were ridiculous. The drummer was phenomenal. I mean, the whole band was talented as shit. It just wasn't my. To me, that their first stuff, Queen of the Right, that was early, early That's early what stuff. I saw speed metal. Yeah, yeah, you know I, I, mean? yeah I could see that. I could get that. It was a high pitched vocal, and the well, and Empire was kind of that album where it was. It was still a cool album, but remember that was right after Mind Crime was like the fucking the bit the redefining. Yeah. That was like the master of puppets kind of like progressive metal because yeah. when Operation Mind Crime came out, that changed the game for Queensrÿche. Yeah, this is kind of like Queensrÿche's black album. It was like the follow up. So this was the one where they went into like super crazy stardom and they were fucking almost a household name. Silent Lucidity, you remember that? Uh, and the production yeah. was huge. Yeah. So I mean, it was it was a cool album and it w- was what it was. But at that point, they were kind of yeah. they were beyond what Russ was talking about. But I mean, I like the album for what it is, and I I mean, I love Queensrÿche. So, uh. but yeah, at that point, it was they'd kind of gotten into that. Oh yes, hello. We're refined artists yeah. better than you. I never would turn them off. I just no. didn't buy the album. You know what I mean? It just wasn't my my thing. Russ, perhaps maybe you could be interested in buying my new autobiography, Scream from the Balls, <laughs> coming out on Scrotum Sound Records. Scrotum. Sorry. I borrowed the Scrotum Sound. <laughs> Do y'all know these guys? Quicksand? Yeah. I like Quicksand. I they, I like them a lot. Uh, Mary Grace. Yes. Bought me this CD. Which one? It was later. I want to say around 96. It was right after we started dating. She was buying me birthday presents, and she went in and just bought two CDs she never heard of them, uh, or bands that she never heard. One was Theory of a Dead Man. Really? Yeah, which was really good. It was their first album. And the other was Quicksand. And what I took away from Quicksand was um, uh, good rock. I mean, it's similar kind of – some stuff sounded a little similar to Tool to me, but you know, but – I can see that in a way. But I really liked them. I, th- I thought they were cool. So I didn't know they had an EP back in 1990, though. I didn't realize they had been around mm. that long. I didn't know that either. I just had the uh, I had the, the two that they released. I can't remember the name of the album, but I want to say it was around 96 is when it came out. Uh, They're still touring. I see their name Manic pop up occasionally. Oh, wow. Yeah. I think Manic Compression was the second one. I was trying. The first one was the one that had Dine Alone on it. 
Yeah. I got both of those. I always liked Quicksand because they were just, they were kind of different. They had like that hardcore mentality, but they were still skirting the line of not quite metal, but they still had that kind of fuck you, you know, punk sort of yeah. hardcore attitude. Yeah. But yeah, always. To me, they were kind of like hel- like a grittier helmet. Oh, okay. That's the take I had. Like a grittier, punkier helmet, sort of. Yeah. That, maybe that's out of. Out of. This, I had. Shit, it was 93 when that thing came out. Slip was the name of the album I had. Slip. Okay, yeah. yeah, that was the first one, I think. And I think, was the second one Manic Compression? Yeah. Okay. 95. Yeah. And then, uh, wow, they had an album in 17. Quicksand? Yeah. Wee. That's what I'm saying. I see occasionally, I see their name pop up mm. on stuff. Maybe on that. Right, that not the check. That eight. All right. Claire Boys, a bit of what you fancy. <laughs> Never fucking heard of the Claire Boys. Uh, me either. But I kind of wonder with the title, like, a bit of what you fancy. It makes me wonder, what do you fucking fancy? I got a feeling it has a lot of hairspray and eyeliner. I kind of wonder yeah. about that. Probably right. Rage? Not ref- not reflections of a shadow. I'm not familiar with the rage. Yeah. Detonator by Rat. At that point, I kind of already checked out of the Rat camp. I mean, after... I mean... Out of the cell, let's be honest. Every we all had out of the cell. Oh yeah, yeah. And then invasion of your privacy was awesome, but it was like after that they started slipping. But by the time they got to detonator, I was sort of checked out off the rat train. Yeah. Was that which one had way cool Junior? Because that's when I was done. Uh, it might have been this one actually. Yeah. 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 All right, that's enough. <laughs> no, it wasn't this one. But so yeah, I didn't I didn't listen to anything on this album. Hello, this is still G of T. Thank you to our producer, Bill Aiken, for screaming from the balls for Metal Nerdery. Thank you. Rel now that Realm album, Suicide, that's actually a really cool I I think I have a curse. This is Matt's curse, and it, it irritates the shit out of me because there's so many awesome fucking bands. This will go in our, on our one hit wonder album dive, you know, conclusive metal nerdery episode. Anyway, future episode, because that's one of those bands that that it's album like was, was badass. Backshadowing, yes. Yeah. Hashtag backshadowing. That album is fucking badass. And that, that band, they're kind of like forbidden. I think they, they should have got more hype and more recognition. Hmm. It was that level of badassery. So, not familiar. I have to check it out. Yeah, I dug it quite a bit, but Realm Suicide. I have to check it out. Re- Recon, I'm not familiar with. Behind Enemy Lines. Military I mean, jargon. I, I know that's a military word, but, you know, I don't know. Uh, next one I know a thing about. Yeah? Uh, well, not really. Well, I think. <laughs> okay, I, then. I, I do think Reverend <laughs> was associated. I think there's a tangential connection with Metal Church there. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I love think it was, was it the yeah. first singer? Was it? I want to say not David Keith. That sounds like an actor. There's some other name. The name of the singer, the original singer of Metal Church. I think that was his band. Huh. Hmm. All right. Rhino Bucket. Don't know about no Rhino Bucket. Sounds like a bucket of Rhino turds, doesn't it? Wait a minute. I think they're. Get hot in these rhinos. Hey, Rhino Bucket. I guess one of Bradley's bands, somebody he likes, is kind of like a. I think they're Australian or something. 
kind of like a ACDC type hard rock thing. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I have it's to a, look them up. It's like a rhino kangaroo. <laughs> I think I've heard good things. Of the rhino bucket? Yeah, let's, let's, let's introduce let, ourselves to some buckets let, of rhinos. Let us jump into the rhino bucket. Holy shit, that's what... Yeah, I met Rhino Bucket at a Pink Floyd show years ago. Los he Angeles. To, you were way off. I yeah. was way off. But I think they're that kind of music, though. Okay. No, man. Rhino Bucket, he had the best acid at any dead show I ever went to. Yeah, man. you might I, be right based on this video. You Let's think? see. Which one do you want to hear? Uh, maybe they're just LA bullshit. Hear? I mean, I don't know. <laughs> All right, we'll see what we can do. It's a rock band. I could be thinking of something different. A rock band? Yeah. Notable for its Bon Scott era ACDC sounds. There you go. I think they're good, actually. I think they are good. What was that? It was their self-titled album, Rhino Bucket. Oh, yeah. Looks like they only have one. Their Stuh album. That's what self-titled is. So it's rock. Yeah. So it doesn't fit. It doesn't fit the... Right. It's like, it's rock. Okay. It's rock. All right. I do have the riot, riot privilege of power. I kind of like Riot. They were kind of one of those guilty pleasure things because they always had like really, they had some cool, they're one of those things like they had all the great ingredients, but it was like they didn't quite have the ingredient for like the perfect cake, but like they had cool power ballads and they had some cool like, you know, more kind of power metal sort of style things. They but, had poofy hair though, right? A little bit, yeah. yeah. But but yeah. anyway, they had some cool That's tunes. Okay. You lost me at power ballad. <laughs> Dude, I can't I mean, look, man. A good power ballad is a good power ballad. I'm not gonna fucking say what you want. I ain't gonna lie and say I know who the River Dogs are either. I don't either, but I do know who the fucking I Sacred Reich definitely is. Definitely know fucking Sacred God Reich. Damn. And the American Way was a God fantastic damn, American Way. Yeah, that was Sacred Reich. Was I'm I'm so glad that Awakening is out. Have you heard Awakening by mm-hmm. yet? Yeah. Oh man, it's really good, dude. You got to fucking new listen album? to it. Yeah. Yes, new Sacred Rock. Yes, album? you need to fucking listen to the Awakening. It's, okay, it's it came out last year. Okay, you will be very happy. I promise you, a very long time. <laughs> yeah, it's you will fucking like <laughs> very it. much. It's quite good. But the American what everything Sacred Rock put out pretty much was always genius. Yeah. Can yeah, we I'm hear some right. American Way? Sure. Is that what you want to hear? In America. What do you want to hear? Uh, we'll see what we can do. I wish you had that pulled up on the speed dial sound insertion. Hashtag Maybe insertion. Oh, shit. Maybe you will, you will. Maybe you'll you one you of those will. samplers where you just drive each other crazy, hit the fucking button. Oh, shit. It would, it, would look like, <laughs> it would look like a cat having an epileptic fit on top of a soundboard. It's like, all right, what's it going to hit next? I used to have one of those uh, rolling... SP-808 samplers. I think it was badass. You could record up to two minutes per button. We're, yeah. we're building our bank of, of we've got some, our, our illustrious producers already sampled some fantastic sounds. That was during our new metal era. The, the new metal. Uh, yeah, where we wanted to have the scratches and all that shit. Yeah, yeah. Try to be, you know. Sick like the American way. Sick of it all. It's sick of it all. Yeah. 
Some local band that reminded me of them. I can't remember. Take it right? Yeah, we used to play with them a fine for we had a decimation, and the singer sounded a lot like him. Was that, wasn't the ghost story, was it? No, it no. might have been damage or. Damage was sort of. Yeah, well, yeah, no, it wasn't ghost story. Who was it? Yeah, Chris Baker was local. Yeah, yeah. He's at the street. Second Reich. Yes. He played shows with atheists for about 10 years, I think. Oh, cool. In atheists. Europe. He yeah, did all cool. the big fat. He said they'd play, you know, in front of 150, 200,000 people in Europe. And then they come here to masquerade playing for like 25. <laughs> 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 it's like they just love metal over there. I'm like, yeah. it's sad. It's it sad. sad. Well, hopefully it's coming back here. Yeah. And so I'll just take a moment. Thank you for all who have downloaded and are listening to us and following us and continuing to spread the wordery about the metal notary indeed we love you all isn't it obvious sacred warrior i am not familiar with wicked generation nope i'm gonna go with probably some god metal i had to guess sacrifice soldiers of misfortune i don't know that sounds like it would probably be a thrash band yep Sadus swallowed in black. Guessing black metal or um, death metal. Gross. Matt, I don't think that's the swallowed in black you're thinking of, honey. That's different. Salty dog. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. That's the next one on the list. Salty dog is just under swallowed in black. <laughs> Have you seen swallowed in black seven? <laughs> oh, that that one's the best. Salty Dog two through four, it's it's pretty good, but but Swallow Black. I think Black I know who Salty Dog is too. I think they were one Salty of those Dog? glammy type things, like Jackal type. I think. Not really. Wait a minute, who the fuck was the name of the band we saw at the Rock and Pod last year? It wasn't Salty Dog. I, I know it wasn't that. I uh, felt like there was their a... manager managed faster Pussycat and Poison. That's all I needed to see. Yeah, and they're from L.A. Okay, so sort of glam metal style then, I guess. Jimmy Bleacher. Vocals, guitar. Oh, look. 1990 and their last. Holy shit. Boy, that's a spread. <laughs> lost years. Treasure? Yeah. yeah, we're still working on the new album. <laughs> that's 28 years. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was yeah. putting an album out. Yeah. Then I'll see you in 28 years. <laughs> <laughs> we're back, baby. <laughs> Put the band guys together. Exactly. This is my second album. Hey, it's Christopher Walking. Look, my first album came out 30 years ago. My second one's coming out tomorrow. I'm ready for my sophomore effort. That's a long gap between albums, man. 1990 to 28. What is that? 28 years? Hey, man, things come up, all right? We got That's true. life, you know? It That's happens, true. All right, don't worry about it. I got constipated. I had to eat fiber was, for like six years to clear it out of me. And I finally one of the guys started. was in a coma. Oh, in a coma? No. Oh. <laughs> oh. Sanctuary, I do know who they are. Into yeah. the Mirror Black, I believe. Yeah. That that was the follow-up to the one that Dave Mustaine produced. I think he produced the very first one. That one I really cool. liked. The thing I liked about Sanctuary, Sanctuary to me was like a heavier Queensryche. Because it was like... 
Queensryche was more kind of that maiden priest kind of vibe. But then Sanctuary was like it had that Queensryche kind of mystical Pacific Northwest dark kind of vibe. But their shit was Sanctuary stuff was heavier than Queensryche. Yeah. Yeah. Like more riffy and more kind of darker. Just but I always liked Sanctuary. But Into the Mirror Black was really in fact if you can find it, I know we'll be here forever if we're gonna I know we got some no. good ones coming up too that we'll also have to see yeah, samples, gonna, but yeah. but but Sanctuary Into the Mirror Black is that's one of those good overall albums I would highly recommend. Check it out. Always. But I'm excited about one that's two doors down, unless you've got some sanctuary pulled up. I do not, sorry. You do not? Okay. Well, can, I, I, can we go ahead and just skip Saxon? Because I know Saxon <laughs> has an important place in metal, but I don't know enough about him to talk about him. Yeah. Russ, do you have anything? No, 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 I'm good. Cool. So now we'll go straight to Scatterbrain because it we all can agree that Scatterbrain's fun. It's about a girl that I once knew. She stole my heart. I became unglued. Oh, yeah. It all started when she called me. Dude. Beach metal. That's what I consider. Beach metal? Yeah, I listen to these guys when I'm on the beach. I can see that. It's a good. Beach metal's a good moniker. It's upbeat. It's fun. Yeah. Party music. Yeah. Today I leave the cycle ward. Reminds me. Honestly, it does. I listened to this when we were in Panama City for spring break. Sort of reminds me. It's got that spring break kind of feeling. I'm not going to say that because I've had 18 beers already this morning. <laughs> yeah, I love okay, this morning. They were, what were they before Scatterbrain? They were... Ludacrist, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah really, uh, first time I ever heard them was on Headbangers. Or Wreckage, sorry. Yeah, there, there will be a, you know, hashtag future episode. There will be a, a dive at some point on some Scatterbrain. These guys are so talented. Well, they're fun too. That, yeah. That's it goes back. I think to they were all the teachers, core. right? They were all music teachers or something. Like I don't know. That. They were really all fucking talented. brilliant. I know that. Yeah. Yeah, they were really good. They were way, way fun, way brilliant, and fun for sure. Scorpions, crazy world. Oh boy, not not familiar. I, I don't. Yeah. I think I remember uh, Savage Amusement, I think it was the one before that I was familiar with, but not that one. Yeah, we can skip Mark if you want. Slafter. Know. Yeah, I'm not too into the slafter. Yeah. Stick it to you. Stick, Stick it, live. it to you. Huh? Uh, Gross. Thank you. Now, let's go into, and Bill, if you don't play something from this, we're all going to cry. Then I'm going to reach across this table and do purple nurples. Purple nurples. Do something you. naughty. <laughs> Dog, dare you. All right, so we've already skipped over Say the two slafter right. entries, but we are not going to skip over uh, Seasons in the Abyss by the mighty fucking Glorious Slayer. Get you some. Was Lombardo on this album, or is this the... Yes. Oh. This is the last one with him before Paul Bostick got it. Yeah. 
You're smiling about death and war, Matt? Yes, I am. That was Slayer great. is telling me about death and war. It just puts you in such a good mood. <laughs> <laughs> That's good stuff. Yes, we're Scottish people. Right. Not in not into the Sodom, although no. another part of the Teutonic three, four, or five. Yeah, they're good for sure. Else. Big yeah. Germany. Yeah. Yeah. The big four of Germany is what they are. Thrash Masters. Yeah. Sons of Anhels. Angels. Tell you anything about those guys. Yeah. Spread Eagle. That sounds like a Hello. fun band. I want to see them. <laughs> oh, boy. Steelheart. Uh, they're, they're one of those bands. They have one radio song that was like some power ballad. It and, came out in 96, though, and it was, uh, it was the big hit. If you've seen the movie Rockstar with uh, Marky Mark playing yeah. Uh, yeah. the rock guy. Right. Uh, the loosely guy. based off of the Judas Priest story, kind of. Yeah. But We All Die Young was like the big ballad from that movie, and that was a Steel Heart song. Oh, was it really? Yeah. yeah, it came out. I actually was popular. It was on the charts in 96, and then again the year that Rockstar came well, out. Well, the song on that album that was their single was something like I'll Never Let You Go or something like that. And mm-hmm. the dude sang like, he made he made Getty Lee from Rush sound like a fucking baritone. Yeah. This dude was singing up in the stratosphere. Yeah, ridiculous high voice, yeah. Yeah, but it was anyway. Passion that, of Warfare. Yeah, I think that's one of those ones that we, we could do a dive on that one and go in all kinds of crazy directions. That is a master. That's art. The audience is listening was my favorite on that album. And I just remember the video where he's the little kid and the teacher and that album, everything about that. I mean, that album is like perfect art. It's yeah. just, it's art. Everything yeah. about it is perfect. Every song is perfect. Everything about it is perfect. The production's perfect. I mean, it's just, it's fucking perfect. Yeah, so it's, go it's get really passion awesome warfare. Absolutely. Don't know who Stone is. Anyway. I don't either. Yeah. It must be British, though. They got colors where you matter. <laughs> C-O-L-O-U-R-S. Colors. Striper against the law. Never really got into the Striper. Not yeah. naysaying the Striper. Not he comes occasionally to 37 Main. Uh, Matthew Sweet? Yeah, we saw him at Rockin' Pod yeah. a few years ago. Michael Sweet. Yeah. I forget. It's Ma- one of those. Michael Michael Sweet's the front man slash uh, okay. guitar yeah. player. Uh, that's who comes. Michael Sweet. Yeah. Matthew Sweet was a local guy. Yeah, yeah, we saw him at the Rockin' Pod last year yeah. up in Nashville. He comes and does acoustic cool. sets at 37 Main about once a year. Yeah. And uh, I hear he's really good. I've never gone. Yeah. This uh, next one is a big one that I know everybody in the thrash community is. This is... Uh, a staple yeah. suicidal tendencies lights camera revolution That's yeah a good one yeah for sure uh talk about intros all right so can we have the intro to that one please uh, billiam you can never bring me down um you can i think this was the fun all right so they started making their transition into thrash or transition metal. wait a minute what wait what wait what no. suicidal started off as a punk skate band right thank you for that backstory yeah and Shadow. uh but even, even then, 
even you, then you already knew Rocky George was badass because oh song, yeah inst- institutionalized he shreds through the whole freaking song dude that's like a nonstop that solo. dude has a sick fucking rhythm sound and he's a sick lead player it's like those are two things together that are like unicorn quality but when I first heard this album when I played the I was already a suicidal fan because you know I joined the army all that stuff was good and they kept going more and more metal each album but when they hit this one it was like done they were so this was kind of like their really their crossover success if you will so yeah. this is they'd already jumped into the metal pool and at this point they've capitalized yeah because I knew their other shit was more punky yeah 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 it was this. but um this quickly became one of my favorite metal albums when it came out. And I think this was the first Trujillo album. Really? I think so. It was either the one right before, before this or uh, the one before this was How Will I Laugh Tomorrow, right? I think so. But this little Rocky George beginning. Is oh, yeah. That sound is amazing. Perfect 90s clean sound. Mm-hmm. Rocky George is with the bad brains now. Really? Yeah. What a great album, or a great year for albums, I forgot. Oh, yeah, 1990. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wait for it. That's just fucking shred. Yeah. See, I never knew. I mean, I knew he was a badass, but I didn't know he was that much of a badass until I heard this. And I was like, okay. Sick. He's up there with Mustang. He's up there. Yeah. That is a hell of an opening. This goes out, murders in. I forgot how to do Alone, lovely was great. Oh, send me your money. I remember that video. Uh, yeah. yeah. It's on the headbanger. Good stuff. Yeah, good shit. Good shit. Hail to the ST. Yeah. And now we go back to the rest of the list. Don't Why? know who the fuck that is. This is Paul Harvey Steve. Sweet F.A. Sweet fat ass? Sweet fucking ass, y'all. <laughs> you got a sweet Don't know. Ass. Stick to your guns. Talisman, Tankard, Tesla, the five-man acoustical jam. Never really got big into that. Although I do like the Tesla. In fact, I like Tesla probably more than any of the other hair metal bands back in the day just because they weren't so hairy. Now, Tesla was good. That yeah. sounds weird, doesn't it? I mean, I don't know if they're like smooth guys or into electrolysis. I don't know any of that shit. I never really but liked them myself. Maybe they like Nair, but... All right, Souls of Black. Okay, yeah. thoughts on that? The follow-up to I, Practice What You Preach yeah, is basically... Was, uh, yeah. we, Practice What You Preach was fantastic. Yeah, for uh, sure. Souls of Black... I know where you're going, but finish it. 
Because <laughs> when you finish it, that's what they were almost to me. They were almost trying to mimic a specific sound. Uh, I want to call that the Black Album for a Testament. That, that's Testament's Black Album, in my opinion. You think? Yeah, I thought they tr- they were trying to follow a formula of other successful. Oh wait, you mean in terms of progression? You think that's pr- production, where production, or do you think that was Chuck literally- Billy's voice changed after? Um, well, really, it happened on Practice What You Preach. I thought he started sounding more like a like a Hetfield type vocalist at that time. Well, now Testament always kind of had that bent to their sound, yeah. but I thought because at that point, remember they powered through with the Legacy, yeah, and then the New Order, yeah, and then Practice, yeah. and then they get to this, and it's almost like, hey man, can y'all give me a fucking minute to breathe to be able to move on to the a next one? A lot of people love it. I don't dislike it by any means. It's just not Same. my favorite Testament. Album. Same, I agree, and it, and I like it for what it is, but it's like it sounded to me like it was almost kind of like, okay, fuck, okay, let's do another one. So we open with this, it's acoustic thing, and then we got this love ballady thing, like we're actually you know thrash metalers that know how to love, and then we're gonna play this thing, and then we'll do this cover by this old seventies band. Okay, we're gonna do that two more albums in a row, right? Okay, cool. Hi, this is. Uh, this is washed up has been. This is how you make money in the rock star business. Um, if you want to die with a really depressing drug habit, follow my how to lesson. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, it, it okay. felt rushed to me. I mean, it yeah. kind of felt like they were sort of trying to like. All right, so maybe they had thirty it. songs written for practice, yeah. and the ones that didn't make practice went on that one with a couple. Of, I don't know. It's just the way I felt. It's yeah. just one man's opinion. That's I, I get it. I mean, I liked it for what it was, but it, to me, it kind of felt like. I'm going to get hate mail on. I'm not All right, give him a break. Uh, if you'd like to send us some hate mail, um, Matt will think up some crazy shit to say so you can send hate mail. Just give it time. But now we're listening to Testament. On Metal as Fuck Radio 101.AF. They always did have the riffs. Yeah. Definitely the same vein as practice. Yeah, you know it's hard to follow up practice. It that really such is. a great yeah. album. Their, kinda, their latest album is badass. Yeah, oh I like God. all their newer yeah. stuff. Yeah. yeah, Oh, Titans of Creation is yeah. ridiculous. Yeah, they were great. When but, I but don't you think, kind of in the eighties though, that everybody kind of and even bleeding into the nineties that they went with that formula? Because remember, think back. That well, you was, guys, you're dealing with producers, and producers are going to go with what's working. But remember yeah. what what happened yeah. with like Metallica and how they figured out, okay, this we got this this formula here, and then we got this title track here, and then we got the ballad song, and then we got another an fast song and an instrumental. Yeah, they're all in the same spot on every album. But <laughs> if you noticed, yeah. if you think about it, and Testament did that too, they kind of did that formula thing, and they tried yeah. to kind of do that. And once they finally kind of got out of that and went back to just, fuck it, man, we're going to do a Testament album. And then it was like, yeah, not knocking any of that, but I'm saying that 
I think they kind of got into that sort of formula. I think a lot of bands did back in the 80s and early 90s because yeah. that was what worked. It's right. like, all right, this works. Go do that and do that for a hundred every fucking band you do that you produce. Just copy that. Yeah. Right. And that's fine and good, but it, it gets to a point where it's like, you know what? You're, you're, it becomes so predictable that people would just sort of get like, okay, I want to hear, I want to hear the real thing. I don't give a shit if it's a formula or a cookie cutter. Right. Yeah. Um, yes. Anyway. Agreed. Tourniquet. Don't know. Not familiar. Trickster. I know the girls always used to love the trickster and all the thrash guys used to make fun of the trickster, but honestly, I'm not very familiar with trickster. Yeah. yeah. I just trouble. know what they look like. I trouble, do know. Trouble. I do know that Trouble has kind of like a, uh, a a tentacle, if you will, in the doom metal community. Yeah, I think so. I know they're kind of tangentially related to them. I know they're not as doomy as like a lot of doom metal bands, but I think they're one of those that gets sort of the nod of respect in terms of they've kind of been around for a minute. Udo. But I'm not as familiar. Udo, probably for Udo Dirk Schneider. Yeah. <laughs> From Accept and German Metal Band. Udo. High Metal. V2? No, V3. <laughs> V4. Out to launch. Oh. Let me guess. Pun Metal. Hopefully our friends at Ridiculous Metal will have a time with V2. <laughs> Out to launch. Actually, <laughs> I'm going to have to look at that fucking album cover because I have a feeling it's got ridiculous written all over it. I just I have a feeling. Uh-oh. Is Billy, I'm going to pull it up. Gross. Is he going to pull it up on the short and curlies? Or is he going to pull oh, it up? That's a V2. V2? Hmm. Twin engine, baby. Ah. Oh, it is. Yeah, it's a V2. So in that case, are we thinking they're like Motorhead style metal? I'm thinking Al Denova. You think? Yeah. Uh, I just saw a picture of. <laughs> oh, for real? So he, so that's that's what I got from it. Could be wrong. Now I'm intrigued. Would oh, there was a J- Japanese label. Now one stir fry. Jesus, don't you hate that when you hear a nationality of someone? You're like, I want their food, like immediately. <laughs> like as soon as you said that, I'm like, fucking hey, I want like. Shogun. Yes, I want like the rice with like onions and like fire and volcanoes and stuff in it. All right. Uh, I'm good with that. Yeah. All right. So V2, I guess we crapped out on that. Yeah, we got Vader I've heard of, but I'm not familiar. I don't know any of those until you get to Violence. Violence. That was a good album, Pressing the Masses. I had to see them a few times. I saw them at uh, the ballroom with Typo. At that wreckage benefit thing with oh, type yeah. of negative. Cool. That was that was awesome. By the way, we skipped Vicious Rumors, which is also oh, sorry. very badass. No, Vicious Rumors is very, very cool. The singer sounded a lot like uh Dio. His name was Carl Albert, I think. He was killed in a car crash, but Oh wow. But they were really badass. They should have gone further naturally, like every awesome band that I liked that never goes anywhere. <laughs> well it's not that they didn't go anywhere, but they 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 should have been fucking bigger. Right. So let's just say that. But yeah, Violence Oppressing the Masses, that album is a killer album. Yes. Quite a bit. That would have been the year I saw them, I believe. It would have 90? been that tour. Yeah, I think. Mm. No, it might have been 91. or I'm trying to think. Me and Tommy went. Mm. Tomas Christofferson. Tomas. Yes. Uh, and we got to meet Typo. That was a treat. 
Peter Steele was pretty, oh, but that pretty was awesome. Cool. Tommy, Tommy asked the guy, you know, we go up, get autographs, and he's sitting at a table. And never heard of him before. Never heard a typo. He poured a gallon of milk on us. <laughs> and uh, Tommy asked him, he says, uh, you guys have an album? You know, do you have anything we can buy? He's like, don't buy it. It's the worst fucking thing you ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> it was right after Slow, Deep, and Hard came out, and they were so pissed off about the, the way that the album came out yeah. and produced. Yeah. You know, they went back and did basically that album again but made it sound like uh the origin of feces is what it was called it was basically slow deep and hard but they added crowd noise to make it oh, that sound was like a it was fun live. album that yeah. was a fucking yeah. fun album and a couple of covers and anyway that was that was a treat but yeah uh, think, but we got to see violence which they were just they were great they were a really good live band i was ne- i never bought any of their albums but i do remember this one that's the one that i've got is is that one impressive yeah. the first i heard was eternal nightmare but that's the first one i bought well wow. vow wow i'm not familiar with out on top oh here, here's some serious metal up next warrant cherry pie god stop it. is that the one uncle tom's cabin's on no i think that was well, maybe. Because that was a really good produced song. I, I really like that song. See, here's the problem, and this is what these record executive assholes do, is they find, like, the, the trash song, and they make that the single. Yeah. That's the hook, and it's like, oh, it's got all these other kick-ass songs, but you're going to basically promote the shittiest, most mediocre trash one on there. Yeah. Because, let's be honest, people that promote entertainment are usually not... Yeah, on board. second song on the album. Yeah, Uncle great Tom's song. Cabin was a great fucking song. Yeah. Cherry Pie was like, whoever forced them to... <laughs> someone put a gun to their head and say, write this song, it'll make a lot of people happy. The Go mighty write dollar. it. Yeah, the mighty dollar. It's like, you know what? But I will say, you know, out of all those bands, I think they were some of the better songwriters. I uh, think they were, and yeah. I really wish they could have... I would have liked to have seen what they would have done without the, the hair the metal. The cheese, Yeah. Well, because that really fucked up a lot of bands back then that were actually really good bands, yeah. but they get that hair metal brand, and it's like Ugh. you get stamped and you're done. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. like a it's like a tramp stamp of metal. That's what it right. is. Hair metal. <laughs> it's the tramp stamp of metal. Warrior Soul. I don't know much about. I know Adams actually got kind of a spot for them because there's there's something about them that's sort of off the grid. Of course, he's into weird uh, off the grid stuff, but right. I know. I don't really know much about him, but I know he's a name check there. Adam, if you're listening, you'll have to give us a a tangentially related uh, update on Warrior Soul. (laughs) Last decade, dead century. I think that's the one. Wanger and the Heart of the Young. Kip Wanger. Who do you play bass for? Alice Cooper? Somebody. Yeah, Yeah. that was where he kind of started. Yeah. He's He's super talented, man. His solo shit that he did later, it's definitely not your... It's... He had a he, hell of a five o'clock shadow. Well, he's had a he's had a hell of a life, man. His his wife, who was like his true love, died tragically oh, yeah, in a car right. crash. Yeah, I remember hearing that. And some of his solo stuff, man, is heartbreaking. It's like, jeez. Oh. But anyway, but Winger was kind of one of those bands. Like they got lumped in with the hair metal shit, but it's like they were super talented. Like yeah. he went to Juilliard. He's yeah, they were kind of the extreme type. Like, really good musician. Super talented. Red yeah. Beach on the guitar, right? Yeah. Yeah. He was but, awesome. Well, World War Three, I'm not too familiar with, although I do know that um, the singer, singer had an unusual name, but he did like a vocal spot on one of George Lynch's solo albums later on down the road. Oh yeah, yeah, it was kind of like crazy vocals, but yeah, World War Three was one of those 
strange bands. I'm not familiar with Zentrix. Oh, I take it for my colon issues. <laughs> Ask your doctor if Zentrix is right for you. <laughs> and that's X E N T R I X. The album is called For Who's Advantage. Ask your doctor for whose advantage Zentrix is for. It might be for Xyma. That's eczema, right? Eczema. <laughs> Exizma. Exizma. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, man, what's your new album called? Yeah. No, seriously. <laughs> yeah. Not familiar with it. Y&T. Yesterday I, and today. I, I didn't realize that's what it meant. I thought this it guy. meant something very different. I thought it was abbreviated for young and tight. Oh, yesterday and today. They were a big uh, L.A. Hollywood. Yeah, I didn't realize it was yesterday and today. I thought it was something totally different. They were right there with Van Halen when uh, Van Halen got. I kind of got that. And hence, that's the reason I thought of the the young and tight reference versus the yesterday and today reference. So. There's some good uh, documentaries on Prime. One of them, uh, the, the Heavy Metal Pioneers of L.A. and all that stuff. And Y&T's on a bunch of that stuff. I know they did a lot of shit in the 80s. And uh, they were always sort of mentioned. But it was like I never listened to them went much. up there. Yeah. But they were right there with everybody else. Would you say they were kind of a big influencer band? Yeah. They were like Dokken and all the. They were all in the same little circle with Dokken and Van Halen and Quiet Riot. Because I knew they were always around. They were always mentioned. I'd always hear about them, but I never really was familiar with them. Yeah, they were a big deal in L.A. I do remember that. Yeah. And then we. It looks like we round off. Do we round off the list, or are there other Z's beyond the zebra? Zebra is it? Zebra live. I'm not familiar with the live stuff, but I do remember. I like the stuff I heard. Like. Three piece, uh, right? Who's behind the door? Yeah, yeah. They're out of New York, or originally New Orleans, and then they went and they kind of got famous up in New York. Up, yeah. There. They were here just recently at Thirty Seven Main. And Dream oh, Theater actually did a cover of one of their tunes, uh, "Take Your Fingers from My Hair." I think and I heard they packed it. I didn't go, but I heard it was like packed. They apparently have a cult following. It's yeah. like if you're cool, yeah. if you're a New Yorker living in Georgia, you're going yeah. to see progressive metal. Nice. Yeah. Progressive metal fan, sure. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. 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 I watched some of the video. They they looked like they were still killing it. So. Awesome. Yeah. Sure. I know a good friend of mine, Chuck's like a huge fan of Zebra. He was, well, he was going to see Twisted Sisters, Zebra, you know, all of these New York bands back when they were playing the little dive clubs in New yeah, York, yeah. you know, nice. before they blew up. Yeah. Right. That's cool. Yeah. That is cool. That would have been neat. So, so that is our list for 1990, 30 years of metal. Yes. Thank you for joining. Thank you all for joining. Thank you. Mr. Wages for joining us. Sorry for all the costume changes, guys. I just, you know, I want to make the fans happy. And- <laughs> but look, yeah. you know, the assless chaps are a really nice treat. But, you know, ne- next time I think like having the codpiece on would really kind of add to it. The Armored Saint style. By the way, y'all, uh, hi, this is Matt, Sunday School Teacher. There's going to be a codpiece <laughs> sale on the Metal Nerdery website. Uh, we're working on the man cloth that's still under development. But the, the metal nerdery cod piece, it's coming. It's going to be made out of uh, real skin. Uh, we have to go kill people first to make it, but it's going to be really, it's going to be a big deal. We'll keep you updated. Well, thanks right. for having me, fellas. I had a blast. Yeah, yeah man, man. It was a lot of fun. Thank you all for listening. Uh, thank you all for joining. We will reconvene at another time. In the meantime, nerd out. Bye. Later. Nigel Nigerson, and you're listening to Metal Nerdery. Please follow them on the social media. 
they are now on Twitter at Metal Nerdery. You can find them on Facebook and Instagram at Metal Nerdery Podcast. And search for them out in the Googles at metalnerdery.com slash podcast. This is obvious Osborne. That guy's British. Isn't it obvious? <laughs> <laughs>